0: Yesterday, somebody asked me, why do we need to know that a hersher is reliable? As long as somebody gives a hechshar, we should be able to rely on it, al because Eidach HaNemon Bisurin, and the Rafa Mahshir, whoever it is, is being made that this establishment is kosher, so that's all we should need. And that's, we're talking with a store, an establishment that's run by Goyim. If the establishment is run by Frum Jews, then we shouldn't even need a Rav Hamachshir altogether, any Hersheh, because Erechon Bisurin, the vendor himself says it's kosher. Isn't it true that we are allowed to eat in any Frum Jews' house for that reason, because Erechon Nimon Bisurin? Otherwise, why wouldn't, when you get invited to somebody for a Shabbos meal, why wouldn't you need a Rav Hamachshir there too? And throughout the years, I, I've heard this usually not as a question, but as an assumption that it's actually true. It's not. It's a, it's a very big mistake. The halach of erechot Nemon bisurin has nothing to do with the stores needing a heksha. There's a difference between Eidos and Paskining shaila. Eidus means that you are believed to testify to what you saw. So if an says that he saw this bag of OU potato chips being opened up and -and so-and-so emptied the bag onto a plate, and that is the plate sitting in front of you, you're allowed to believe him. But if somebody says, I was in the kitchen, and I saw the cooking, and I saw the milchiks and the flasheiks, and I saw milchiks and flasheiks being mixed, and... Uh, because uh, the halachas of Ben Yoimoy and the halachas of Tatar Gover and various different halachas, I'm telling you that uh, everything is kosher and you're allowed to eat it. Well, that's not a rechod. That's a halachic opinion. A testimony is when a witness comes and says what they saw. Imagine you're in a court case and the uh, a murder case. Uh, you're in court, a court, and, and somebody comes to testify and the lawyer ask some questions. What did you see? Where were you? What was the angle? What was the lighting? And he says, listen, the guy's innocent. I'm telling you he's innocent. What is the lawyer going to say? What is the judge going to say? The judge is going to say, we don't need you to give a verdict. We want you to give testimony. Just the facts. Give us the facts. We'll decide if he's innocent or guilty. It's the same thing over here, and worse over here. A, a, you, w- if you, you can't give an amaretz. To knows nothing about Hilchas Erevin, to go check an Erevin to see if the Erevin is kosher. The Amoritz can tell you whether a string was broken, whether a lechi was uh, disconnected from the ground, uh, whether there is a blockage in the Tzurs HaPesach such that you can't walk through it. He can tell you various different things. But you're not going to ask the Erev checker, if he's an Amoritz is it kosher or not, unless he knows Hilchas Erevin. There's a difference between Edus. Adus is the Air string is broken. Adus is this bag of potato chips had an OU on it. EduS is this pot came out of a fleshiga cabinet. A is facts. It's just testimony to take what you observe and repeat it. The only way that ADU is likely to be untrue is if the person's lying. Now, it could be he's making a mistake, and, and there are those that say the reason why an Echod is not believed when it comes to momenus is because he could say bidadami, meaning he made a mistake. It's possible he made a mistake. He thought he saw something, he's really mistaken, but that's much less likely. The qu- real question is, is the erechod going to lie or not? And we say, no, he's not a liar. And it's actually built on ches Kashrus. kashris Erechot is believed because of ches Kashrus. A, a person is assumed not to be a liar, but he's not assumed to be a Poisic. A halachic opinion is not the same as testimony. So if you have a store, a store owned by non-Jews, let's say, and there are all sorts of Shilas that come up, uh, first of all, it, there's an opinion regarding what hech on what products are you allowed to bring in, which hech are reliable and which are not. There's no Eid echot on that. You need to know facts, actually. And besides the facts, you also need to know halacha. You need to be able to paskin. Is this sheeta reliable? Is this Sheetah of that Rav HaMachshir unreliable? You need to know when shilas come up, what the halacha is that has... Had nothing to do with edus. Um. The Eidim, the Erev checkers, or the mashgiach in a store, are not the poiskim. They observe the facts. They relay the facts to the rav hamachshir, who is a the poisk, and he paskins. Eidechod does not enable anybody to paskin shilas. It only enables them to be reliable in terms of handing over facts. It's, it's very, very simple. A woman calls a Rav with a shilah I washed a milchig dish with a fleshig a sponge. The Rav takes the information and paskins the shilah. Now, in theory, the woman could be lying. The woman could really want a heter and uh, said that the dish was uh, really and it's, uh, when it was actually Fleshik's or vice versa. So she could ask a Shailah in a way to one a to but there Eidech Neman Bisun comes into play. Her husband does lot to rely on her uh, that she told the Rav the proper things and she didn't lie. But she's not Paskin'ing the Shiloh. If Eidech Nemon Bisun means you don't need a Rav HaMachshah, then why don't you just ask the woman to Paskin the Shiloh? Why does she have to call the Rav? The woman comes with the facts and the Rav Paskins the Shiloh. Now, therefore, even a regular store that's owned by from a unless the from a yidden are Peuskim, then you need somebody to paskin shilas. Shilas come up all the time. In fact, here's a here's a, um, a piece of good advice: if you want to know if a establishment is reliable or a hotel, even better, is reliable, the Kashris, find out who the rafa machshir is and then ask the Rav Hamachshir how often the person had had asked Shilas. If the guy never asks a shilah, the odds are you should stay away. Uh, And don't forget, the hotel owner or the store owner, at least he has to have enough knowledge to know what a shilah is. Even the housewife has to know what a shilah is. So, and the, and the mashgiach, there's a mashgiach. He's supposed to know what a shail is. That's why you have a mashgiach at least, not, not only to supervise, but he has to know enough at least to know what a shail is. A hotel is, needs a more severe level of supervision than a store, because simple reason that a hotel has milchiks and flashiks, and a store uh, presumably only has one or the other. So if you establish what, products are allowed to come in, meaning what hech you're allowed to trust. And there's no question of bishel uh, akum. Let's say it's it's all from people over there. So then all you need is a supervisor to protect, to make sure that no bad products come into the store. Then, like, no matter what he does with it, assuming it's not open on Shabbos or Tov, no matter what he does with it, uh, it'll be kosher. In a hotel, you have milchiks, fleshiks. I was uh, worse, you have kosher and srefe also you talk, if you're talking about an affair in a hotel like a dinner in a uh, in a Hilton or a hotel that where that 's rented out a kosher event then it 's even worse because not only do you have milk and inflation you also have tarfus all over the place i i when I was a younger man, I used to sometimes hire myself out on Sundays to the KAJ to be a, a majgiach, one of many in hotels for events and you have no idea how difficult it is uh, to make sure that the waiters don't uh, use the trefa silverware to set up, that the people who are cutting the salad don't take out their own pocket knives and start cutting uh, onions with it. I- I've seen all of this happen. And if you're talking, if you're, you're talking about a place that has kosher, traif milchiks, and fleischiks, you have to make sure that things don't get mixed up. A kosher hotel that's ex- exclusively kosher has milchiks and fleshiks. A yeshiva dining room has milchiks and fleshiks. Things get mixed up all the time. A person's house has milchiks and fleshiks. There are more shilas there. A store that only has milchiks or only fleshiks has less shilas, assuming the store owner is Ehrlich and, and they, uh, in any case the supervision is, can be limited to what goes into the store. There are very few shilas that can come up, if any, assuming everything that comes into the store, the silverware, the, uh, and, and the food products are all kosher. That said, it's also true because of this that you are not allowed to randomly eat in anybody's house because of Erechon Nemon Bisurin. Erechon Nemon Bisurin means that you can trust that what they testify to is true. But number one, it doesn't mean they can pask and shilas. If you have somebody who has no idea that there's such a thing as milchiks and let's say he doesn't even know there is such a thing. How could you eat in such a person's kitchen? He'll mix up the sh- milchiks and all the time, and if you ask him if this is kosher, he'll say, well, of course it's kosher. Well, that's not good enough. He doesn't know what kosher means. Well, let's say the person relies on hechsheirim that are not reliable. There are people like that all the time. There's somebody who told me that he he has a certain rov, who is not reliable, by the way, and he holds all sorts of leniencies in kashris that are just not true. And in his home, that's how they Zuch. like really wild leniencies. We're talking really wild. And in his house, that's how they Zuch. And nobody, if they would know how this guy runs his, uh, so-called kosher kitchen would ever eat there. And he asked this Rav if he's m'chuyiv to tell his guests about the standards of kashrus that he uses because he's fully aware, and he's an Ehrlich, guy, that other people don't use these standards. He just, this is his Rav. He's an honest guy, and he, his Rav told, no, he's not m'chuyiv to tell. So you're eating this guy's house, and he, you have no idea that his Rav HaMachshir is somebody who you would consider completely unreliable. So no, you cannot rely on Erechunamon Bisurin. You can rely that if uh, the the person whose house you're eating at says that the meat is his meat, let's say, that yeah, it's his meat. Um but if he says that it's kosher or not kosher, and certainly you if he doesn't say anything, you cannot assume that the person knows what he's talking about. So no, you can't just eat in anybody's house because Edecha bisurin. you need to know uh, that or have reason to believe that he's running an actual kosher kitchen, Alpi Halacha, has nothing to do with testimony, nothing to do with Edus, has to do with p'sak. If somebody doesn't know what a Shaila is, they're not going to ask. If somebody asks the wrong person, they're going to get a wrong answer. So no, you can't just eat in anybody's house. And in fact, as I, as I mentioned, some, in, in certain ways, in certain ways, a homeowner has more shilas than a restaurant if the restaurant is limited to milchiks and fleishiks, and they're from people running it. Because you have milchiks and fleishiks there. And I could tell you from experience, most of the kitchen shilas that come up are have have to do with milchiks mixing with fleshiks. and those shilas would not come up in a restaurant. Most of the most of the shilas that come up, mamish a majority, meaning more than all the other type of kashras shilas from a kitchen put together. Um, also in a home you have kids running around, and I can also tell you from experience that very often a, a kid who's not as careful as the mother about mixing the milchiga dishes, uh, silverware with the fleshics or the pots, he or she, a kid, will cook a teenager, will cook something or use a spoon or a fork or an eye for a sponge, and they'll be less careful. Maybe they don't know as much, uh, they don't know for sure. They made a mistake. They thought milchik is fleshics fleshyks and milchik, so they're just not careful. It happens, it happens a lot. So, no, a person has to know at least what a shayla is, and he also has to know who to ask. And this is more noygeya than a lot of people think. You should know that when you rely on a heksher, let's say you buy a product in a store and you see a heksher on it, you're not only relying on supervision. It's not, it says under rabbinical supervision of so-and-so. It's not just rabbinical supervision. It's rabbinical psak halacha. You're not only relying that the people who run the, supervision are astute balidas and they're they're on they're on top of the situation you also re- you are also relying on the Torah, the psokim of the ha-machshir. and i mean mamish the shtikhlachtaira it's it, people sometimes think that well it must be all kashrus are already decided go so look in the moshe, go look in the in the mishnavura uh, go look wherever no, it does. It's not true. There are. I remember once that there was a machloekis between two reliable Kashras organizations about a certain uh, ingredient, and each one had a rav Hamachshir. Both of them were big Talmidei Chachamim, and I knew both of them. And I asked each one what the pshat was in their shita, and the, it boiled down to a machloekis pshat. In a Shach and a Taz. A Shtikal Torah. A Rav HaMachshir is supposed to. Paskin, he's a Paisik, and Poiskim very, very often have to rely on their understanding. If there are two or three Pshatim you can learn in a Shach, and very often there are, he has to understand which psak he's going to use, Lahalacha. And somebody else may decide another. Uh, pshat to use and you are relying, when you buy a box of cereal or a box of cookies in the store, you are relying not only on the supervisory capabilities of the organization, but also on the shtikloch Torah, the chedushe toira, the chuvas shi- the that are uh, created by the Rafa Machshir or the many rabbonim who hu- are Machshirim. You are relying on the person's being a t- not just a Talmud chacham. But a, a medama Milsa milsilah also. A lot of people don't know that. And, and the difference between Edus just testifying versus being a Rav HaMachshir that has to say pshat in the Shach and Taz, and also has to know the halachas, even if he's not saying a, a pshat that's not Mafurish, he has to just know the halachas uh, in depth, is vast. And it's nagaya. Like, uh, besides, it's two different, two different animals, two different mitziusin altogether. Testifying and um, paskining are two completely different things, and there are many nafgaminas lahalacha between them. Besides what I just said, that that they're they're functionally they're two different things. I'll give you an example. When the Gemara in Yevamah discusses the halacha of uh, David uh, David being kasher to be a king or being kasher even lovi uh so, after the Gemara has a shakla that is inconclusive, comes Yisra Yisraeli and says, I have a messiah from Shmuel, uh, nothing to discuss. Okay? Now, the Gemara then asks, why should we believe him? He's believed. He says he has a messiah about this halacha. We had kashas on the halacha. We should believe him. And the Gemara says, we don't believe him just based on his testimony. But when he said it, uh, Shmuel was, and his Bezdin was still alive. So it's a milsadavid David agluye meaning that, that somebody should say something that's not true. That, that's one level of suspicion. But that somebody should say something that's not true, that will probably can and certainly can easily be verified. That's very, very unlikely, and it's not likely that the Masira that he testified to was untrue, being that Shmuel and his best and were alive. Now the Ritva says a different shot in here. Ritva Namuki Yosef. What I just said is probably what Rashi means. But the Ritva says a different thing. He says, no. I'm quoting. It's the Ritvan Zayin Zainomar Aleph. He says. That, like I said, somebody won't lie about something that's easily verified. I don't hold like that. We don't suspect Talmini HaChemim are going to lie about a messiah that they had. We're not worried that he's going to lie. We're worried that he actually thinks that this is what Shmuel said, but he doesn't really say right pshat in Shmuel. But the dummy means he made a mistake. Like I said, the reason why there are those that say the reason why neirechot is believed for mammon, for for isurim, and not for mammon, is because we're forbid the dummy. But the dummy means even testimony, testimony. Uh, he all he has to do is say what he observed. He may be mistaken about what he saw. He may be mistaken about the details. But over here, we're talking about a different level altogether. We're talking about uh, the Tamil chachim is hundred percent believed. that what he's saying he understands to be 100% true. But since he has to be madama milsa Lamilsa, milsa, his Rebbe said something, Shmuel over here said something, and he has a messiah from Shmuel's Besdin. but maybe you don't understand and Shmuel. There's a difference between testifying and understanding and something and a Eshailah. And therefore, what the Gemara means, so, when somebody's Rebbe is still alive, when Shmuel uh, and his bezdin is still alive, then a person will be more careful how he learns Pshat. It's a, it's a different vote. We're not choshish that he's going to lie. We're choshish that he's going to make a mistake in being Madama milsa lamilsa, milsa, that he really thinks this is what... The Rebbe said, this is what Shmuel says, this is what the Gemara says, this is what the Shach says. He really thinks that this is what it says, but he's wrong. He's making a mistake. When the Shach is standing in front of you, or Ravan and are standing in front of you, or the Rebbe or, or Shmuel and his Bezdin is still, are still alive, then you're going to be more careful when you, when you say something in their name or when you say Pshat in them than you would if they're not here and there's nobody to say whether you had right or wrong pshat. And here we're talking about Talmideh HaChomim, that's the lotion of the Ritva, Talmideh HaChomim in the days of the Gemara. So you see from here the vast difference between testimony and a Psaqa the difference is being madama milsa lamilsa, understanding a pshat, not only knowing the halacha, that's also true. There's a vast difference between observing something and stating what you observed versus remembering all sorts of halachas and making sure that you know that there's something that you didn't miss. A Talmud Chochem has to be confident that there's not something that he didn't miss. If he only learned half of the Shulchan Aruch, half of the Halachas, he can't paskin. If the other half is Negea, he can't paskin because maybe there's something over there that he missed. You can't learn half of Bosa Becholov or only half of the Shachs or the Shach without the Taz. It doesn't work that way. So it's not enough to be made be- even based upon what you see, even what you know. You have to... Part of it is knowing enough, number one, and number two, it's knowing it right, having the right pshat. Lefize, this is the pshat, I tie it in posok Passoc says, so I have a kasha. We all know, it's an oldest Svarim, the Malbim brings it in a few places, but it's way before the Malbim, that Nevoinim are a higher Madrega than a more chashuv than Chachomim. Chachomim are just people that. Uh, they just know chokhmah. They know information. They have a lot of knowledge, a lot of information. And that's what a Chochm is. Somebody who has a lot of information. A Novoin is somebody who's mil who derives more information from information that already exists. The Chochm can't do that. Or if he does, it's not because he's a Chochm. It's because he's a Novoin. A Novoin is somebody that... Uh, deduces things, derives things, as madama milsa lamilsa compares things. He's a big lamdan. He's a big machadish. A chacham is just somebody that knows things. If so, the pasuk says, shaychad ya'aver e'nei chachamim. It's l'chayra mashma, only chachamim. But n'voinim, shaychad wouldn't, who are, who are smarter than chachamim, who are higher than chachamim, shaychad l'chayra is mashma in the pasuk would not effect, because otherwise the Pasuk should have said a bigger Chiddush, that But the territories no; it's the opposite, is true. That it's easier to mess up the judgment of a, the Nevoinim than it is to mess up the knowledge of the Chachamim. Because Chachamim are more similar to just Edus. They see something and they say it over. A Nevoin has this this judgment—it's—it's it's a judgment call being a navi. He has to be madama milsa lemilsa. He has to. So, saying uh skewing your judgment—we're not talking about shaykhad, where a person deliberately says, no, I'm going to lie. If if that's true, then it doesn't matter if you're a or a Novin. Even a Tzaddik, it's myself. That depends upon how righteous you are. We're talking about somebody who who ended up taking Shaykhad and subconsciously or unconsciously, it skews his judgment. That being the case, it's much easier to skew the judgment of a Novin than it is a Chochem, because in order for a chacham to be skewed, Chokhmah uh, to be skewed, you have to either lie about what you saw or completely just distort what you saw, because all you're doing is you're repeating your knowledge, your information. A novain, however, uses judgments, uses the the deductive reasoning, inductive reasoning. He's madama milsa le milsa. He's machadish kedushim, and those those that he says. Are much easier to distort than it is to distort a a, um, a just a piece of information. So, what really what the posig means, <speaking> and <speaking> if it could distort just somebody who's just repeating the information that he knows, <speaking> it could distort the uh, creativity uh, the objectivity of the creativity of the novelling. <speaking> that's medama <speaking> milsa so there's a vast difference on all sorts of levels between edechot neman bisurin that simply observes and testifies to what they observe versus a rav hamachshir who actually has to uh, be a Talmud in a Poisik in a mendama milsa LaMilsa and know a lot of uh, a lot of halachas rather than just repeating what they saw. So no, you cannot rely on edechot neman bisurin. You need somebody who is capable of paskining the shila that you're asking. It's no different than asking a shila in any other area. You don't say, uh, let the lady paskin her own shayla when she mixed the dish with a fleshig of sponge because eid echod. You don't say, let her paskin her own taras ha because eid echod. You don't say that. You say, give me the information and let the poysik paskin the Shila. Now, that said, agav... You should know bisman there is no din even there's no din bisurin when it comes to kashris, meaning there's Ramo in Simen Kuf It's a machloikis, it's it's based on a Gomar that says there are certain people that you should not buy wine and cheese from because uh, there are a lot of unscrupulous people amongst them. In Syria, you shouldn't buy, that's what it says. It's a machloikis, whether that means everywhere except then in Eretz Yisroel, where people were more erlich, everywhere in Chutzlor, so it means specifically over there. It's a machloikis, Rambam and Raivet, how to learn the Gemara, and it's a machloikis, Mechaber and Ramor, how to paskin. According to the Ramor, regarding specifically, Lefnei Ivaloi meaning... A vendor, you walk into a store and a vendor says, Yes, these cookies are OU. According to the Ramal, since Lifneiver is meaning, this Pshat and the Gemara, according to those we've him that learned this way, that cheskes kashrus of a person, the assumed reliability of a plain from Jew, is based on what we call cheskes kashrus. Cheskes Kashris, this will be shot in the Gemara, is not an intrinsic Chazokah, like we say, or it doesn't remain an intrinsic chazaka forever. Rather, it's based on the Metzius. If there is a certain amount... And without getting into it, you only, you only need a miyot ha in, in the Chuvah yoel, he says that the Gemara clearly is not talking about the majority of the people in Surah were, were uh, unethical because we know that it was full of tzaddikim and, and chash of but rather all you need is a miyot ha and, and he brings raya's. But it, it's not nageya how much you need. That's the job of the uh, Rishonim and the Mechaber and Ramot to decide paskening for us The Ramot says, Lamaisa because there is a laxity regarding meaning there are certain things that people are lax. Um, everybody knows the Kivega about people that uh, shave with razors or, or even in Hilchis pidyon Shvuyim. It's talking about a guy that was mezana with a zayna regarding being poid to him and the poid say that you can't call him uh, Russia because There, there are certain averus. That are like Kalbaine And Lifnaeva Loisitein is one of them. That's what the Ramal Paskins, based on uh, the Rishonim, that Paskin that that's Pshat and the Gemara. and you are not allowed to rely, you have no rights to rely on a Jew when it comes to loisitein Mirchal, unless he's Huk Bakashis, meaning you know he's reliable. How much do you have to know, and and how reliable does he has to be? Have to be? It's not for now. It's uh, a different shmos. But the Ramo says that the idea that you could just rely on any frum Jew regarding lifneiva is not true. He has to be Hochsik bekashis. The Machabe says not that way. Uh, that's it's Machloikis machlokes and Ramo. Now, which means, by the way, that there a person's home, you eat somebody you eat at somebody's house for a Shabbos Suda, is better than a store, because a store, a store that's owned by a from person, uh, you buying there on his say that it's kosher, That's he. you're relying on him not to be over on lifnaiva, or assuming that it's kosher, forget about him saying it, you assume a from guy, it's, it's kosher food, um, because he won't be machchil people, no, the idea that, well, he won't be marshal people, you're not allowed to rely on. But at somebody's house, the halach is, even though Lifnei Ivar is ne habrius according to the Ramah and the poskim that hold like him, if the person themselves are eating it, they're not choshed on eating non-kosher food. They're choshed on selling or giving away non-kosher food, but they're not choshed on eating it. So if you eat at somebody's house at a suda, they're actually eating the food. With you, so that they're not choshed on, that they're be, they're running a tray for kitchen, giving other people tray for stuff that they they could be choshed, that they could be on. Um, so just to rely on an unknown person, a person of unknown reliability, just because he's from, because of the din erechod Neamon b'surin that, which is based on cheskes kashris. In this case, cheskes kashrus that he won't be oiver on lifneiv loisitein Forget about the lying part for now. Set that aside. Uh, just the assumption that if he's selling it to from Jews, knowingly that, he's not, that he wouldn't be over on Lifnaiva, that is not a valid assumption. Now, even though it's Machlok Ramon and Machaber, there are a lot of poiskim that paskin like the Machaber, and there are poiskim that paskin like the Ramon, The Moggnavrom, was Shor, um, Say that they, they pass in like the Ramo, but because Haskes Kashris is not something that's engraved in stone, but rather it depends on the time and place, and that everybody agrees. it depends on time and place. That, that's Muhr from the Gemara. The question is, how strict are we going to be? The Taz, the Taz and the Hohmas Adam say that bisman we have to be Machmir even more. The Orach says that after he, he paskins like the Ravid, that there's no prohibition at least to buy meat from everybody, from anybody. Then he says, but other things besides meat, for sure you have to worry about the Rambam's Shita, since there are more paskins like that. And then he says, and I quote, <speaking in Hebrew> V'chamoy, kemach, Pesach, or anything else. U'bosor? U'kiyoy tsebeilu? When somebody who we don't know is reliable, a random from Jew, comes to bring us any of these food items, maybe imoi ksav hechshem irav ha-yoyshev al-kisei ha He has a hechshah. U'biyichud bizman ha And especially nowadays... And of course, it means a reliable ksav because the ksav needs a hercher. What you need is huxik a bekasheris that a person is reliable. If he's testifying, if he—excuse me—if he's being oivran lifneiver, you need to have somebody who's reliable that he's not oivran lifneiver. A random from Jew is not good enough. If you want a rav hamachshir, you need a reliable rav hamachshir. If you need somebody who's testifying, you need somebody who's rely, whose testimony is going to be reliable. And that's HaZeh, only HaZeh, because things changed. afalgaf kasavnu afalgaf ein Bizman pshita meaning even if we paskins like. Those sheetas like the mach- that hold, like the machaber, that you are a lateral lie on any from Jew, even regarding lifneiver. But haze it's not true anymore. Afal <laughs> kasavnu mikol uh, mokin bisman Shito psito the ossor de bismanainu le shaye khatam shikavnu bisafa bisimnalof sif yuralof mabnaisha ba ba vno hador porots ulageny says nobody's gonna eat uh oil or fats uh and such type foods the smoked meat without exav hershev einlashanois in the of Stivriyoyl, he brings also that he says, Bizman Hazer, even the uh, Machaber would be moidah to the Ramo, even the uh, Ravid would be moidah to the the Rambam, that you need a Ksav hersha you can't rely on random anybody. And the Kafachayim on Yeridea, that's the Chachamovadia, by the way, who paskins like the Machaber, and he says... Uh, the Iker Hadin is like that. And he says the majority of the Achroinim hold like that. Still he says, Bizman hazeh, you have to be choshish for the Dasa, the Rambam. And he brings from tshuvas that say that Bisman hazeh, even though the Machaber holds uh, that you're allowed to rely on anybody, uh, Bisman hazeh, you can't rely on that because Bisman hazeh, things changed. And in uh, Reb Moshe, in the, in the Igris Moshe. He's talking about, it's Yeridei, Chelek, Beisim, um, and Nun. He's talking over there about somebody that sells both kosher meat and Nevela meat in his store. So obviously, he's, he has known Amon, Reb Moshe says, since this person is chosher to be oivran lifnaive loisitain michshel. It's not merely that he's, we don't know if he's reliable, we know for a fact that he's oivran Lifneva." And then he says, quote, U b'prat b'medina senu, lach Nowadays in our country, you have to be very careful to investigate, to investigate, and to assess very well. Even those people that only sell kosher food, maybe they are, maybe they are unreliable, maybe they are suspects he says, uh, You're certainly not allowed to rely on somebody that uh, says it's kosher uh, if if he's selling uh, tarfas to to Yidin and he's of Naiva. Then it's also in the Sefer Yoshiv Moisha Shaila's that were asked to Revel Yashev, it brings Besham, Revel Yashiv and the Minhas Yitzchak, They both passkin that Bisman Hazer. Uh, you can't rely, Bisman Hazer, on any roiv that's based on cheskes Kashra, so you're a shamayim of people. Uh, for example, Royv Mutsuinates al Shit Haim. Or, or, or things like that. But all of that, starting from the Ramon Kuf test, was just Agav. There is no question that. The halacha of Eirechot Nemon bisurim does not extend to people's opinions or knowledge of whether something is kosher. It it, uh, pertains only to their testimony of what they see. It's like somebody in court. A witness is not there to determine whether uh, this constitutes a crime according to the uh, criminal code, according to the legal code. A witness doesn't get up there and he says, yes, this is what, what this guy did is not considered burglary. It's legal. The judge is going to tell him, excuse me, that's my job. I'm a trained judge. You're a witness. Tell us what you saw happened and I'll decide if it's legal or not. By the same token, erechod Nemonbi Surin does not mean that the erechod is believed to say something is kosher. They are only believed to say what they saw. It's up to a knowledgeable, qualified halakhic authority to say that it's kosher. If you want to risk eating in somebody's house without knowing that they are reliable or what their standards are, it's you're eating at your own risk. There is no din of Eidechot Ne'amon surin that says that you could rely on somebody's kashris only that you could rely on somebody's testimony. Very, very big difference.